Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to travel the world. And on today's guest uh, interview, we actually have a friend of mine. He's actually from Canada as well. I'm from the West Coast, uh, Justin's from the East Coast, and through the miracle of technology, we're connected. <laughs> I'm actually not in Vancouver, my hometown right now. I'm actually traveling currently. Uh, we're in Medellin, Colombia in South America. And, uh, you know, uh, we love interviewing fellow dads, fellow dad bloggers, fellow dads who love to travel and just in the day, dads who love their wives and their kids. So uh, happy to have you on, Justin. Uh, why don't we start off me. with getting you know, to know you a little bit better, if you want to share, uh, if you want to share a little bit more about yourself for the people listening and watching. Sure. I, my name is Justin Connors, and I have been online. Uh, I'm a stay-at-home dad, first of all. That's my number one job, stay-at-home dad. But in my time, my free time, <laughs> I do a lot of uh, different – I write different places for geekdad.com, and I have a podcast called The Great Big Beautiful Podcast. But my number one focus right now – the podcast is, but my number one focus is our YouTube family vlog where we show different you know days in our life – and how we, you know, traveling, road trips, you know, just everyday things. But we kind of try to take a story and tell it. So that's kind of, we try to take a story of every day and tell it. So that's what we do. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> awesome, Justin. Uh, we'll definitely get into video blogging and some tips about YouTube and, you know, building an audience, et cetera. Uh, but before we do that, I'd love to hear some about some of your family travels. You know, we love talking travel on the show. Sure. Uh, any particular, uh, you know, uh, places you've gone to that really stand out and left a memory and a lasting impression on you, right. your wife, and your kids? Our number one travel destination is Walt Disney World in Florida. And that, like, we, we like to go a lot of different places, but Disney we always come back to. And I've said to my wife before, as much as I want to travel the world, I think that if I were to just have gone to Disney once a year, I'll be happy with the rest of my life. And I know that sounds really weird, but that's our place. We love going there. You know, we've brought, I've been there probably 13, 14 times since I was a teenager. And that's, that's our number one. But and beyond that, we like to travel locally. We love Prince Edward Island and we, you know, it's a good, th it's only three hours away. Uh, we travel down through the eastern United States, New York, Boston, because it's so close to us. But there's so many things to do on there. But we want a world travel. But that's what we've done so far. <laughs> I I'm sorry. You're I can't I can't. I can't hear you at all. You're completely uh, silent. I can't hear anything. I just... Oh, there we go. There we go. I got you. Uh, can you hear me now, Justin? I, had a little bit of a <laughs> I can hear you now, yeah. Okay, it's weird because sure. I'm here in Colombia and maybe the internet is not that great here. So apologies about that. What I was asking you is, uh, uh, any tips for doing Disney well? Okay, yeah, Disney is something, it used to be a place that you could go to and not plan anything and just show up. And it's not really a place like that anymore. You have to know in advance what you want to do on what day because they have a, they have a fast pass system where it allows you to skip the rides, but you need to be able to schedule that beforehand because it, they're gone if you wait until the day you get there there's no way you, you won't you won't get in and another tip i have a lot of people think that they need to stay on resorts um you know on the disney property and while we love doing that uh one of our favorite ways to travel there is to rent a house with family 
you know, you you can get houses there that have 12, 13 rooms in them. So you can have, you know, up to three full families staying. If you, if you can stand that, if you like your family, <laughs> you can stay in one room or one house and it really cuts the cost down. That's what we're doing in February. And it cuts the cost from, you know, $200 a night to we're, we're paying something like 50 because we're staying with four other families. So it's, it's really nice that way. And you know what? Disney can be so overwhelming because there's so much to mm -hmm. do in terms of the rides, the shows, yep. the meet and greets, mm -hmm. the parades, the fireworks. So how do you schedule your day or your days so that you can right. see as much of it as possible? I think, I, th I think what I like to tell people is you got to pick the top three or four things that you want to do. Like figure out what the best, you know, what your family, what you, everybody, think of something that you're, maybe if you have a son and a daughter, think of their number one, one and two, and then maybe the dad and the mom or the partner, the two partners, whatever their favorite things are, go and do those four things. Make sure you have that and have it in your head. If that's all we do, that's okay. Because sometimes it's ridiculous or you're not going to be able to do everything. So you just kind of take it slow, go there early and, you know, take, what I like to do is we get there really early and there's less crowds like first thing in the morning and then you can knock off a lot of things and then go. The busiest time is like afternoon, morning, afternoon, and then come back at night. And then you know you're not in a rush. You don't need to do everything in one day. It's not a marathon. <laughs> well, you know, since you love Disney, I got to ask you a couple things. What is sure. your favorite Disney movie? And your favorite Disney character? Okay, Mickey Mouse is my number one Disney character for sure, without a doubt. And Disney movie, if we're going with the classics like the cartoons, I would have to say Aladdin. Now that hit when I was a kid. Uh, I was at the perfect timing for that, so that was my favorite. <laughs> How can you not love Mickey? You know, everyone loves Mickey. Oh, I know. He's my, he's oh, my I know it's like a cliche thing to say, but he's my number one. Like, he's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really love the movie Up, uh, just because of yep. the storyline of Up. Uh, you know, the husband and wife, they're saving for this big trip, and mm -hmm. uh, the wife dies before the husband uh, and the wife can travel together. Um, so, unfortunately, the husband, he still does a trip, which is amazing, but kind right. of the lesson for me has been, like, why wait uh, until you retire because your wife might die? You know, it's kind of sad <laughs> to say that. That's my wife's favorite movie too. She really, yes. that's a good one. You know, yeah. just the storyline. I think there's a, there's, a, there's a deep lesson about the movie that really resonates with me. So yeah. I love the movie. Yeah. I agree with you. That's a great one. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'd love to get into your, uh, your family travel vlog. Um, sure. So tell us about the history there, Justin. Uh, when did you start it up and what kind of, topics are you guys vlogging about okay so we started video like doing our i was writing for a while and i loved writing but i didn't find that i could tell a story the same way as i could on film because i have i have a i went to school for design and i learned how to do film editing and so it's something i have the ability to do is tell a tell a story through you know photography or moving or even you know video for the vlog so probably a couple years ago we decided hey let's just make the switch it's is video is you know becoming really popular a lot of brands are looking for video and let's just do it and we're going to jump in and it was a big decision because i had to be able to concentrate on it i had to leave behind the writing just because i didn't have time i mean if, if i was superman i could do i could probably do both but um i decided to just leave that the writing behind for now and i do my you know separate writing but what we do is we look at the day every day and a lot of people think that, okay, we have the camera out all day, every day. And that's not the case at all. What we do is we look at our day and we think, you know, is there anything notable happening today? 
and then we kind of tell the story of that notable thing and just film like i think at the end of every day i have about 30 minutes 40 minutes of footage of the whole day and it but the, when you, the way you do it it makes it seem like you're following yourself all day with the camera so it feels like the camera's always out so you just kind of have to you get used to it like at, at first the vlogs are awful even now i'm still beginning and the vlogs are not as good as they will be you know a year from now <laughs> so you you just you start to recognize you got to watch a lot of vloggers to see what the big you know the well subscribed you know high you know 100,000 view vloggers are doing not to copy them but you kind of get an idea of the professionalism and what you need to be able to do and the story it's all about the story in the end that's all that matters you know how compelling is what you're telling people and the content of our stories could be anything from uh, we're going to the park today and that sounds mundane but you can you can find a story in it there's always something that happens maybe maybe your son falls off the play climber and hurts his knee and you have to comfort him you know what i mean you tell that family story there's always something and, and, you, and a lot of people think i'm too boring but if you really look at it there's always a story you just have to be able to sniff it out and find it and then we also do travel so our story could be the travel like we went to pei my one of my most recent vlogs is a a trip we did to Prince Edward Island and we just kind of told the story of going to the beach and being in Prince Edward Island and the things that happened while we were there and yeah so you just, just got to be able to find the story in the day it's, I know I'm making it sound easy but <laughs> uh, so what, what do you feel makes a good uh, you know vlogger uh, is it the personality is it the story is it the charisma tell us more I think I think it's a bit about the personality I think you have to be upbeat and i think you have to be honest because people if you're not genuine and you're not honest people will know <laughs> you know what i mean they'll watch you and they'll they'll sniff it out they know if you're lying about if you're kind of turning the camera on hey everybody i'm having a good and you're not having a good day people will know so number one is you have to be genuine and number two i think you really do need to be able to tell what the story is and and, and i wouldn't worry about being shy on camera because as you do it you get better at that like your, your personality will get better um, more. I, I think just being genuine is number one and being able to know and recognize what a story is, is number two to be able to be a good vlogger. Yeah. Some, some great tips there, Justin. Uh, so, uh, you know, you've built up a successful uh, YouTube channel. Um, mm -hmm. Walk us through, um, you know, how do you build a channel? Because uh, there's literally millions of videos being right. uploaded uh, every few minutes. So how do you mm -hmm. differentiate yourself and really brand yourself and, stand out from the crowds right so what what our what we're our focus on is we call our, our audience the beautiful humans and our and our focus and what we've decided is to help people feel good about themselves and you know they we get people to tell that we tell them to tell yourself you're beautiful that type of thing so i think you need to have some you don't i mean i we're just beginning we're we're getting coming close to a thousand subscribers um but that's kind of what's you know been our mantra is that and I, the, to build the physical channel, I'm, I'm a graphic designer in my past. So doing all the artwork and all that stuff, that's, you know, for me, that was pretty easy. But for building the channel, you just got to put it out and you just got to upload and, uh, you, and you have to follow. And I know this sounds really bad, but you have to kind of follow trends. So when the fidget spinner thing was happening and everybody was talking about fidget spinners, do a video on fidget spinners. And that's what will get picked up. Or, for example, I have a favorite vlogger named Casey Neistat, and he put out a vlog saying, or he put out a vlog one time giving a tour of his $18,000 a night hotel room. 
So I stayed in a $120 night hotel room and I did a mock video of my room. You know what I mean? He showed his interview of his. And so I did mine and I caught and I parried, parried him. I don't know that word. I can't say that word. So I showed off my shower and my closet and what, you know what I mean? I kind of did it like that. And that got like 500 views. So for someone like that's, you know, low time that, that kind of gets you on the map, right? You gotta, you gotta be able to sniff trends, trends out, or, you know, you're just going to be throwing it to a empty room. <laughs> yeah. Casey Neistat, it's definitely great. Uh, he has a great uh, video blog. Uh, I know now he's kind of partnered up with uh, CNN. Yeah. So he's not video blogging as much, but uh, right. yeah, definitely a role model for a lot of video bloggers around the mm -hmm. world. Uh, you know, since we're talking about YouTube, uh, who are some of your favorites? You mentioned Casey, any yeah. favorite YouTube channels or video bloggers? Sure. Casey is my, is my number one. He's the guy I watch daily if he puts a video out. And on top of that, for family vloggers, one of my favorite, I have two, Jared and Ellie, they're called, is one. They do great family vlogs. They're very genuine people. And I really like uh, a guy named Cullen and Katie, his wife. They're a family vlog. And my good friend Christian Lee is, runs a channel called Dad Sews where he's teaching himself how to sew on camera. And, and that's how he, he does a great job. He's one of my favorites, too. <laughs> awesome. Man. Some, some great suggestions there. I'm sure they're going to appreciate the shout-outs. And I'll, I'll actually reach out to them to see if I can get them on this sure. show, too. I yeah. love it. Do it. Hello, bloggers. Yep, do it. Uh, so besides your, your uh, you know, YouTube channel, you also run a successful podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about the origin story there. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, my... Uh, there's a guy that I do it with. His name is Jamie Green. He lives in Washington, D.C. And we first met through a Disney mom's panel search. And I know it's called the mom's panel, but it's open for dads as well. But well, that's a whole other thing. But we met through that process. And we had both always wanted to do a podcast. So we were, you know, tw DMing back and forth on Twitter. And we probably talked about it for a good year. And Jamie was a writer for a big website called geekdad.com. And Geek Dad used to be part of Wired Magazine, but has split recently. So they're their own entity now. And Geek Dad came to him and said, hey, we're looking to build a podcast network. And then Jamie was like, well, you know what? We've always wanted to do a Disney-focused podcast. And they said, come on board. So we, we launched our podcast with an already existing audience because of Geek Dad. And we were doing the Disney thing for a while, but we've, we realized quite early on that that limited us to the guests that we could have. And so we expanded to anything within the geek pop culture world. So we do author, we interview authors, actors. Um, we've had Chris Hadfield on our podcast, you know, so we've had anything that's kind of geeky. That's, that's kind of what we do. Awesome. Chris Hatfield's a big name. He's a, the, yeah. uh, you know, a famous icon in Canada for those exactly. of you who are listening outside of uh, Canada. But yeah, that's awesome. That's great you had him on. Mm -hmm. um, so similar kind of questions with the podcast. Um, right. You know, uh, obviously podcast isn't as big as YouTube, mm -hmm. um, but I'm curious to know how you uh, um, differentiate yourself and how you build up your audience and uh, mm -hmm. how do you grow your podcast? Well, like I was saying, we launched with an already existing audience through Geek Dad. That honestly really helped us the most out of anything. Um, but for the the far majority of our guests, though, you just reach out. You got to find like Jamie's the guy. He he does all the booking, and I'm the technical guy for the podcast. So he does the he reaches out. The amount of emails he sends is unbelievable. And for every you know 15 no's you get, you get the one yes for someone to come on. 
So it's really about persistence. You know, Jamie has been, we've been told no by more people, more famous people than we've ever had on. <laughs> but, you know, the when you get the one yes, it makes it all worth it. So, like, we got Chris Hadfield. He, we got, but, and you got to be creative about how you get them. You can't just to say, I, we want Chris Hadfield. We had to go about it by, we got him because he was promoting something. Do you know what I mean? So we we got him in to promote, I don't maybe his kid's book. I can't remember what it was. And that opened the door. So we so we knew he was promoting it. So we reached out and that was how we got him in. And there's a guy named Will Wheaton. He's big in the geek world. And everybody tries to get him on their geek podcast. And the way we got him was he was promoting an episode of a show that he did a voice for. So you know what I mean? We we you have to kind of be creative about how you get your guests. But if you're if you're not doing an interview-based one, I would say, you know, the content is everything. The compelling content and in finding a network that you can hook up with, like Geek Dad, that will, you know, amplify you beforehand, because that's really helped us out. Yeah, I actually had the opportunity to interview uh, uh, some big names on my podcast. Um, you know, okay. some of them are multi-millionaire bloggers like John Charlie right. or Asterik. I've interviewed. Uh, uh, the founder of Couchsurfing, uh, the Couchsurfing.com, wow. uh, I think it's the biggest travel community in the world. Yeah. And I reached out to him on Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't think he would respond. I just said, hey, <laughs> would you like to be on your podcast? Like one sentence. And he's like, sure. Uh, you know, uh, I'd love to be on your show. And I was like, I was like, wow, he responded. Uh, it wasn't yeah. a secretary or it wasn't an admin or, a, a, you know, kind of like a helper. It was actually yeah. him. And uh, I got him on the show. And uh, I think the reason he said yes to my show um, is because he was actually launching a book uh, called okay. uh, The Couchsurfing Story, where he documents how he started the website and how it mm -hmm. grew into like a 10 million travel network. So, yeah, I'm super happy about that. So I think it just, uh, like you said, being creative, um, you know, looking for those opportunities, sometimes asking for the introduction too. I mm -hmm. find that, uh, uh, you know, just say, hey, uh, it was great talking to you. Uh, do you have any other recommendations for guests who would be great fit for the show? And then right. basically they're happy to give you two or three or four well, or five names. Exactly. Well, and that's how we got – we had Will Wheaton on, I mentioned. He was on Star Trek Next Generation when he was a kid. And that's how we got William Frakes. We, we, he didn't recommend us to him. Uh, but Or Jonathan Frakes, sorry, not William Frakes. Uh, he played Riker on Next Generation. But we reached out to his people and we said, well, we've had Will on. And so we like we kind of let him know that he's been on. And so when we talked to Jonathan, he mentioned, he said, the only reason I'm doing this is because Will told me you guys were awesome. So he had talked to, he had looked at our guest list, saw that somebody he knew was on and had messaged them and to get the, you know, is this worth it? Should I go on it? And Will said, yes. So that's how it worked. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of like, yeah, if, uh, you know, if you see, like, for example, like I'm interviewing uh, Canadian dad bloggers now right. and I've interviewed, I think, three of them so far. Yep. When I ask someone else, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 those, those community bloggers have been on the show. I would love to be on it too. So uh, it mm -hmm. definitely helps having, uh, the, uh, you know, kind of the six degrees of separation, the Kevin Kevin Bacon yeah. factor, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, and then uh, Jamie was once at a party. He, he went to an event in D.C. He lives in D.C. Or it might have been New York Comic Con or something. And Neil deGrasse Tyson happened to be at it, the one he was at. And he's a big physicist, you know, pop culture scientist. And Jamie met him and was just standing there with him. And he, and he mentioned offhand, hey, I have a podcast. Would you want to come on it? And Neil deGrasse Tyson just said, yeah, contact my person. And so we had him on our show because of that, you know, just seizing the opportunity when you have it. Don't be afraid to just ask because all they're going to say, if they want to, all they can say is no to you, right? 
<laughs> all they can say is, no, I don't want to do that. And it's not going to hurt you. You know, you, you know, the Dalai Lama said no to us. So we bow our heads and we move on, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, very, very few people actually say no. Like, I'm actually surprised the number of yeses I get from, uh, yeah. uh, especially the bigger names, you know, like, uh, uh, the, I, I don't know, I call them A-listers, B-listers, C-listers. Right, yeah. So A-listers, I'm actually surprised that uh, um, um, sometimes they, they don't get the message or they don't see it. Uh, mm -hmm. But usually, like, they don't say no unless they're super busy. I've got a few, yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm busy right now, but contact me in a, in a exactly. month or two. So usually I find people very, very, very open to being mm -hmm. interviewed, especially if you do it different. Like, most people are doing uh, maybe, um, you know, traditional blogs. But if you're doing podcasting, it's kind of a different medium uh, right. to reach out to people and yep. on a podcast episode. Yep, I agree with you. Uh, so uh, to end off here, I'm curious to know about your vision for your future. You've done already. You've done some dad blogging in the past. That's mm -hmm. how we have connected. You're doing your yep. YouTube channel. You're doing podcasting. So you're obviously quite influential in social media as well. <laughs> uh, where do you see yourself in your future in terms of um, your life, your family, your business? Right. Um, the number one thing I'd love to be able to do is to be able to take my family and be able to go places but still be able to make money while we're doing it. And that's my number one. Like right now we're just at the beginning stages of our vlog. So we're, you know, we're just starting to get the brand deals. We're just starting to get the PR doors, you know, emails and stuff like that. So once that happens with our vlog, we can vlog from anywhere. So we want to be able to, to, to go take the summer. My, my wife is a registered nurse. She wants to be able to scale back and we can just, you know, take the summer and go. That would be the dream. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to be able to replace our income with what we're doing. And it doesn't have to be a lot, just enough to be able to travel and take the family. That's all we need. We don't need to be millionaires. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because that's actually the exact theme of the show. It's how to make money right. while traveling the world. Oh, and go. we've had, I think, about 30 or 40 different families, you know, like married families with kids. Sometimes mm -hmm. they have like three, four or five kids. And uh, like some of the families we're interviewed have been traveling for like five years. Uh, one of them is nine years, you know, one's over 10 years. And, um, you know, literally they're traveling full time. Um, sometimes they're based in a, in a place like, for example, I interview a lot of families that have moved from the U.S. to Mexico. Uh, and they're kind of based in Mexico and they're basically traveling to Central America, South America, U.S. and beyond. Um, also, a lot of people who RV, they pretty much sell their home. Right. Yep. RV stop around the US so yeah yeah the dream is definitely not just a dream it's a reality for literally hundreds if not thousands of families around the world right as we speak well right and there's no reason that you should have to settle right if you if you have something you want to do that's what I, that's the way I look at it I'm constantly working towards it yeah I might it seems like I'm a far way away from it right now but I'm not settling and I'm gonna keep going and going and going until I get it so as long as you have that tenacity I think you can get there um, at least that's what I'm telling myself <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can do it. You can do it, definitely. Um, so what are some of your bucket list items? Uh, you mentioned, obviously, Disney. You'd love to do Disney for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. uh, any other major bucket list items in terms of cities, countries, continents? or Sure. Yeah, I'd love to go to my, – my ancestors are from Ireland. They came over to Canada, uh, I think, three generations ago. And I'd love to go back to Ireland just to see, you know, where I come from type of thing. And I'd also, you know, everywhere, we'd love to be able to go to, you know, Australia, Africa, you know, any, we want to travel a lot. <laughs> we'd love to be able to go through, you know, get, get out of North America and go see the actual world and, you know, have our eyes open to what it's really like. <laughs>
Yeah, you know, it definitely, like I'm here in Colombia and uh, the reality is that people are struggling. Uh, right. you know, we, we have it easy in uh, mm -hmm. Canada. We complain, I mean, it's, what, what do you call it, uh, hashtag first world problem, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we complain about the Starbucks coffee's cold or the lineup at the drive through is too long or, you know, like uh, just the like, stupid things we complain about when literally, like just around me here in Colombia, people are like, uh, you know, just struggling to make a living like uh, the economy has been in such a mess because of the political situation. So it really puts things into, in, uh, puts things into perspective in terms of uh, being grateful, being grateful for everything we have. Exactly, exactly. Yep. And I think you learn a lot when you travel too. Like, I mean, I don't have to tell that to anybody that watches us that loves travel, right? But you just learn a lot about what life is like outside your little area. Like I've grown, I grew up in Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada. And if I just stayed in Fredericton my whole life, I'm not going to really see much. You know, I'm not going to really see much of what's going on other than what the media shows me. And and I would love to be able to go see it for myself and you know see what's really happening and how people really are. Yeah, busting the stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't believe, don't believe the media. Don't believe the stereotypes because the reality yeah. is so much different. Exactly. So, Justin, it's been great having you on the show. You know, uh, we're doing a little great. mini series here. Uh, we're doing a mini series on uh, Canadian dad bloggers. It's a very <laughs> small minority. There's only about twenty right. or thirty yep. dad bloggers across all of Canada. So, great to have you on, Justin. Uh, to you. end off with. Uh, why don't we get to know about the sites? Uh, how can people connect with you on your uh, YouTube channel? Subscribe sure. to your podcast. Sure. On our YouTube channel, it's just youtube.com slash Justin and Sarah. Pretty easy. And you can see our channel there and just hit the subscribe button. And all our podcast is on Geek Dad. It's kind of a little more harder to get to because we're just building our website right now. But if you go to geekdad.com and you can see like the podcast, there's a podcast network tab and you can find us in there or just search itunes or a podcast place for the great big beautiful podcast <laughs> awesome well hey uh thank you so thank you again for your time i know it's uh, pretty late, almost midnight so thanks again <laughs> yeah. for having me on the show today thank you so much uh, thanks, Justin, and thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode. Uh, you know, I hope you've been inspired to maybe start your own YouTube channel, maybe start your own podcast. And uh, one of the reasons we uh, just bring in people, at the end of the day, it's average people just like myself, just like Justin, who have made it uh, in, in uh, YouTube, in podcasting, and you can do it too. So uh, if you have any questions, reach out to me, reach out to Justin. We're very willing, able, and ready to give back, especially if you're a dad. If you're a dad, <laughs> we'll give you higher priority. <laughs> So thanks everyone. Uh, you know, subscribe to us on iTunes. That helps us out as well. If you're watching this, we have the video versions on YouTube. Uh, subscribe, uh, leave us a comment, and share share the love uh, with the world because that will help us and will help inspire more people to travel. So happy traveling, everyone. We'll catch you in the next episode.